This program is brought to you by Haymarket Books as part of our live event series. Haymarket Books is a radical, independent publisher dedicated to connecting social movements with the ideas they need in the struggle for a better world. You can help support the Haymarket Project by buying books at haymarketbooks.org and especially by joining the Haymarket Book Club. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and the Haymarket YouTube channel to access all of our upcoming events. Yo, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jose Guadalupe Olivares. Welcome to the Breakbeat Poets, Volume 3. Uh, we are live right now. We have a, a bunch of incredible poets in the building. Um, tonight, you will hear from Courtney Lamar Charleston, Diamond Sharp, Juan Morales, Araceli Skirmay, Willie Perdomo, and you just heard some music from Elton Aura. Elton will be back later. Yeah, wherever you're at, please give it up for Elton Aura. Elton will be back later with the live performance. You can follow Elton at Elton Aura on all social media. Uh, on Instagram, it's Elton.Aura, so make sure you do that. Um, and once again, you know, welcome, welcome to the show. I'm going to introduce my, my partner in hosting right now. Please make some noise for Willie Berdomo. Yo, yo, break deep, oh, it's live, chapter three. I hope, how many chapters are we going to have on this piece, bro? We're going to have like, and we're guest hosting right now. So we ha- hope we have like a, one of them serial type novels, right? Where it just don't, don't end, right? So yeah, this would be a TV tonight, show, man. you know what I'm saying? This would be Word, a TV yeah, show. Man. Listen, if you're at HBO, holler at us, you know hey. what I mean? You're at Showtime, come talk to us, we're open. <laughs> I feel like one of them OG breakbeat poets anyway, cause I'm like, I was, I think I was in the first edition of Breakbeat Poets. Yeah. OG Breakbeat Poet right now. Listen, coming back. And, you know, while we're here, you know, shout out to everybody who's with the Breakbeat Poets crew. Shout out Haymarket Books doing really incredible work. You know, shout out uh, Nate Marshall and Kevin Koval, who are the original editors of the Breakbeat Poets series. Um, Willie, how are you feeling tonight? I feel good. I also wanted to send a shout out to all the, the, the contributors to the Latinx uh, anthology that just came out from Haymarket as well, man. I'm feeling I'm feeling good, man. Summer, summer, summer's about to, to, to come right around the corner, man. So I'm a summer baby, so I'm, I'm kind of ready for it, you know. We oui, here we go. Um, so I'm going to kick us off with the poem. And before I do, I just want to say once again, welcome to everybody. You know, we're in the midst of a bunch of uprisings all around the country. And I want to take a moment to acknowledge that if yeah. you're here, then I imagine that you are perhaps in need of some balm, some rejuvenation. And so hopefully uh, the poets tonight will be able to add to your spirit so we can continue the fight, right? The fight is not just a sprint. It's a, it's a marathon. So we're, we're not going away. We're not, we're not going to stop anytime soon. We're here. We're here for the long haul. Um, and so I have, I have no doubt that the poets will do this because the poets are incredible. Like I said, we have Araceli Skirmay, we have Courtney Lamar Charleston, we have Diamond Sharp in the building, we have Juan Morales. So, um, so you're gonna, you're gonna have a good time tonight. You can trust me on that one. Uh, so with that being said, I'm gonna kick a poem. This poem is called Poem in Which I Become Wolverine. It's after a poet named Tim Siebels. Shout out to Tim Siebels. 
I wake up to powdered faces on the news, disagreeing politely while the ice caps melt and bombs punctuate every day like a period. What does peace look like but merciless war? There are more ways to put lead in a body than pulling a trigger. What do you think a food desert is but a long sip of poison? And do you think it's spilled juice, an accident, as if history books aren't written by guns? Every day, my people confined to a news ticker below waving flags and rising stock prices, eight detained in an ice raid of El Paso. I know when you look at our abuelitas, you see knives in their braids, knives in their hips. I know you hear invasion orders when our children sing sana sana colita de rana. Just last week, two ICE officers with cuffs ready to bite the hands of a fourth grader. And still, the daily calls to speak English properly, to trade mangonadas for what type of life exactly? What is assimilation but living death? My enemies aren't ugly-faced crooks. They don't laugh while the innocent die. They point and say, how tragic. Then go home to pet their cute dogs. Some days when the news is the news and I'm required to show up on time and polite. I can see it like a movie. I mean, I can feel my claws coming in. Six presidents talking liberation, casting votes through steel and blood. I mean, six reasons to end the chit chat. I can see myself on a poster, movie, or America's Most Wanted posing with the head of state. I know what happens to Wolverine. I know my rage is a poison. I know it kills me first, and still I love it and feed it. I mean, I can see it like the last scene of a movie. Good cop in civilian clothes, walking to their cop car. My six abolitionists counting up the score. One against history. I wish I could tell you the cop gets his morning donut. I wish I could. Roll credits. Cool. So thank you for listening. Um, we're not going to spend too much time talking in between poets. We're going to get right to the good stuff. So coming up first, we have Courtney Lamar Charleston. Courtney Lamar Charleston is a Cave Canem fellow and a Pushcart Prize winning author. I thought those were myths. I didn't know that Pushcart Prizes were real things. He is a Pushcart Prize winning author of Telepathologies from Saturnalia Books in 2017. Make sure you get that if you don't have it. And the forthcoming doppelgangbanger from Haymarket Books coming early 2021. Please, y'all, wherever you're at, put your hands together for Courtney Lamar Charleston. Yeah, thank you, Jose, for, for the introduction. Uh, and I'm so grateful and happy and excited to be sharing an evening with all of y'all, uh, especially at a time like this. It does the, the soul good. Uh, and yeah, let's just get into the poems. First one up. When I grow up, I want to be a martyr. Is surely a peculiar answer for any teacher to receive when asking a kindergartner. But on second take, what word best describes me? Crossbreed of butterfly and superfly aesthetics other than peculiar. I suppose calling me a keen kid would also suffice 
in explaining my avidity for the kind of death that progresses the narrative of a gentling history. Because that's the only frame for greatness I seem to find for boys my shade and age to aspire to, short of having the height and hops to touch the rim or the bulk and burst to break through the defensive line like a bullet. And no, I haven't given up on the prospect of bulls starting shooting guard yet, but the God fear impressed upon me begs the mythology of goodness delivered to the multitudes like loaves and fish. How King is talked about in a black Christian tradition still in mourning over his lost rays of light. The way mentioning the name of Malcolm makes mice of shady white men some 30 years after the shotgun and he sung of as a prince. I want to evoke that level of pride in American democracy's dark downtrodden because I know what it invokes in me, young and impressionable, watching Denzel's mimicry for the one millionth time in my abbreviated existence, drawing an X on my undeveloped chest, pushing it out into the unknown ahead, hoping a mecca for melanin rises from the man-shaped hole I'd left in my loved one's lives. I bet my parents would be so proud of me. I bet post offices would close on my birthday. I bet God would dap me up when I got up there in Jesus, dying on a cross to meet me. Okay, next poem. Uh, Sonic and Knuckles, 1994. And I'm going to dedicate this one to my little brother. Sonic is a hedgehog, a blur, a ball of the bluest energy. Knuckles is an echidna. He's a blood red climber of rocks. I'm the firstborn, like a ghost of my father in childhood. He's the secondborn, blessed with my mother's mouth. Knuckles is the echidna, a blood red climber of rocks. Sonic is known for speed. He's my proto-protagonist. But am I for the boy blessed with my mother's mouth? He, more likely than me, moves towards his knuckles. Correction. My parents were my real proto-protagonists. I quickly learned the game, traded obedience for freedom, and I wonder if that pushed him towards his knuckles. Before Shadow the Hedgehog, the kid like the echidna. But because I learned how to game obedience for freedom, I know a shadow to its sadness can achieve autonomy. Living in shadow has him punching walls like an echidna. But recall Knuckles wasn't a real villain, just anti-Sonic. Is my shadow the reason he couldn't achieve autonomy? When folks say we favor, are they calling him a shadow. Trust me, he's not a bad seed, just acting like an anti-sonic. And as I'm known by my speed to straight lace, we knuckle. Being told we favor must feel like getting called a shadow, like getting pressured to shape your life in another's image. The boy known by his speed to straight lace. So we knuckle, but we skip out on fists. They're proxied by clashing pixels. To relieve pressure, I say, shape your life in another image. 
but struggle when it's not an image I think he should own. And that fight can never be proxied by a clashing of pixels. So we glitch, our laughter frozen in 16 bits. We hit reset. I watch him struggle with what images he should disown. In this way, I become a ghost of my father in fatherhood. Blood is glitch prone. So sometimes our eyes will be reset while looking through my feelings. Sonic's energy is red. Thank you. Wow. Uh, what's the name? Jose, make, repeat the name of the, of the 2021 book coming out from Haymarket. The 2021 book. I mean, Courtney, Courtney, unmute yourself real quick. Tell them about the book. Okay, uh, so the book uh, is called Doppelgangbanger. Uh, both poems I read are uh, going to be in the new collection. It'll be out early next year. Uh, very much uh, more autobiographically inspired, a different feel uh, than my first book, if you've ever uh, encountered that one before. But one I'm excited by, and the poems are lively and give me a lot of joy. Right on, right on. Congrats, congrats, Courtney. I'm going to... I'm going to make sure that I'm going to ask God to dap me up tonight before I go to bed. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> that, bro. Word, word. <laughs> uh, next up, Diamond Sharp. Diamond like the jewel, sharp as in sharp knife. We have to make that clear. Uh, Diamond Sharp is a poet and essayist from Chicago. She has performed at Chicago Stage 773, and her work has been featured in Ch Chicago Public Radio. She has been published in the New York Times Magazine, New York Magazine, Vice, Pitchfork, Lenny, Pank, and others. A Callaloo Fellow, she has also attended the Wright Hurston Workshop and is a member of the inaugural Poetry Foundation Incubator class. Her debut book of poetry, Super Sad Black Girls, forthcoming from Haymarket Books. Haymarket Books just got one after another, man. Uh, and Diamond is an alumna of Wellesley College. Right on. Give it up for Diamond Shop. Hi, everyone. Um, yeah, I'm just really glad to be here, given that the world outside is on fire. Um, yeah, so with that in mind, um, I'm going to read some poems about my hometown hero, Lorraine Hansberry, um, who I think is always relevant, uh, but seems even more relevant uh, in the last few weeks. Okay, so Lorraine and Whiskey. I asked you over for a dinner party. Gwendolyn and Margaret are here too, but I'm shooting the ship with you in the corner. What's it like dying young? having your husband sit shiver for you. Miss Hansberry, what happens to black girls like us? Do we crust and sugar over our heavy loads? I'm asking you, Lorraine, tell me about the other side. Do black girls like us get free? It must be nice over there, like Chicago with her broken nose, not easy to love, but necessary. In the purgatory rooms, are black girls sipping Moscato? I hope so. Tell me what you want, Lorraine. I'll bring the blacks in a ball of penny. My last one is exile. Lorraine and I are sitting in her old apartment in the village, two Chicagoans in exile. 
She's smoking a black while I cradle a glass of Henny. Where can we go to be black, Miss Hansberry? The other side, Mars, I've been thinking about leaving. It's the only place for black girls between the purgatory room and the edge of this universe. The rain takes a long drag and ashes her cigar. That's it, that's all. Word. Give it up one more time for Diamond Sharp. Diamond, tell the people one more time uh, the name of your book and when it's coming out. It's called Super Sad Black Girl, um, which is self-explanatory. And it is out in 2021. Word. Uh, so make sure you keep an eye out for Super Sad Black Girl coming from Haymarket Books and Diamond Sharp. Willie, how are you feeling tonight? good i'm thinking about you know that line like where can we go be black like mm-hmm. where where can we both be you know our, ourselves and the whole idea of just hanging out with, with with our heroes you know and i think that was uh that 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 touched me man yeah and yeah absolutely um thank you diamond for those poems um coming up next all the way from puebla Colorado. We have Juan Morales. Juan J. Morales is the son of an Ecuadorian mother and Puerto Rican father. He is the author of three poetry collections, including The Handyman's Guide to End Times, winner of the 2019 International Latino Book Award. He is a Canto Mundo Fellow, a Macondo Fellow, the editor-publisher of Pilgrimage Press and professor and department chair of English and World Languages at Colorado State University, Pueblo. You can find him on social media, on Twitter. He is at Morales Juan, uh, Morales Juan J. And on Instagram, it's Juan Morales 579. Please, y'all, put your hands together wherever you're at for Juan Morales. Thanks, Jose. Thanks everyone for having me. It's uh, it's great to be here. Um, we're 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 very lucky in Colorado because we can we can get outside and and wander in the rocks and the in the water and stuff like that. So, but it doesn't change that the apocalypse is upon us. And um, so I'm gonna read you a a, a zombie a zombie poem, and then I'll read a I'll read a, a Puerto Rican dad joke poem. So so here we go. This one's called The Zombie Sisyphus Dream. Lying at the bottom of a half-collapsed room, the floor slanting on me. I am injured, but I punch and kick the zombie head. It tumbles up, pauses, then clatters back. The head wears eyes that starve, jaw full of hungry gnashing, the neck gone except choice tendons dangling. There is no boulder to push upward here. The real hell is wondering why I want to stop and greet my last marvelous error, biting through my clothes into my flesh and why I never do. So um, in the breakbeat spirit, um, I'm going to read uh, the, the second poem I'm going to read is 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 partially in this in this beautiful anthology with Haymarket Books with so many damn good authors. Um, so I'm going to call it a remix because some of the poems, some of the excerpts appear in this and then I'm going to read some new ones kind of interspersed with it. So um, the poem is called and this is where the profanity starts. So um, enjoy. 
So it's called My Father's Blasphemy or Excerpts from Shit My Puerto, Puerto Rican Father Said. It is music that spits in the face of the church, adding shit, whores, leaving bread, and classic F-bombs. We know it better than any scripture. My sister's brother and I quote him with the same pauses and emphasis that taught us, you can't always hold compassion in your heart. Sometimes you need to tell the insurance agent who just raised your premiums, I might be a little man, but I'll stomp your ass all over this parking lot. My father's version of the talk happens when I am 17. I'm driving, and I remember the stretch of Cheyenne Mountain Road just before the movie theater and shopping center. He turns and asks, do you know about sex? I answer, yes. He concludes the conversation with, good, don't do it. He changes the subject back to silence, leaving me with what I need to know. My dad's knee swells up from the embedded grenade shrapnel from Korea. Mom won't let him mow the lawn. He argues his case. The doctor don't give a shit if I cut the grass or if I set it on fire. The compromise is him supervising, me mowing, and her watching him not mow. Whenever she goes inside, he takes the mower away to cut a row before giving it back to me. I try to cover for him by mimicking his style and his form. On a rainy day before leaving for school, my mom asks, Juancito, do you need an umbrella? Before I kid, my father answered for me, Ah, Maria, he doesn't need no stinking umbrella because he's tough. T-O-F, tough. I remember wondering if he would spell out the whole word or not. Every time mom would say, maybe we should get a dog. Dad would tell her, if you want a dog, I can bark. During a visit home, father asked if I wanted a Puerto Rican omelet. Of course, I ask, what's a Puerto Rican omelet? And he answers, what the hell else am I supposed to call it when a Puerto Rican makes you an omelet? He makes the omelet with two types of cheese, ham, bell peppers, tomato, and a side of leftover arroz. A little later, I hear he asks my niece if she wants a Puerto Rican omelet. At a college graduation party, I'm introducing my father to my mentor. Mr. Morales, I'm so happy to meet you, my professor exclaimed. After hearing so many of Juan's poems about you, I feel I already know you. Pop looked over this man he'd never met, gave him the stiff eye and said, same to you, before walking off. I arrived late to my niece's birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, and I sat across from my pissed off father sipping coffee out of a styrofoam cup. The flashing video games, laughing kids, and subpar pizza wore at his nerves. When I asked him if he was having fun, he looked around to capture the spirit of this moment and replied, this place is suck. Every time I called my parents, I eased into speaking Spanish with my mom for a while. I got comfortable. She taught me words I didn't know and she corrected me when I stumbled. When she passed the phone to my father, he always greeted me with, what's up, papo? And called me baby and talked to me in English. I asked him how he was feeling. He always answered, I'm cool, baby. I'm cool. Thanks for all your time and have a great evening. And thanks for letting me be a part of this.
Yo, I, I've been going to one like hot poetry set after another hot poetry set for like the last two, three weeks, man. So this has been great. Juan, thank you so much. I'm a Puerto Rican dad, so I'm going to have to keep a lot of that stuff in mind, bro, uh, as I go forward, man. So thank you so much. Um, I just want to remind everyone who is tuning in right now that um, this reading is, is raising money for uh, the Black Lives Matter uh, Chicago movement. Uh, so be sure to, uh, if you can, uh, you know, go into your pockets and, and, and support the movement. We're in solidarity uh, with the movement uh, nationwide, for sure. So thanks for everyone who's out there on the front line. And I think, you know, just to echo what Jose uh, was started out saying in terms of the role of the poet, it could be very well that poets right now are the essential workers as well uh, on, on the line as well. So, so thanks again. Uh, for me, this next this next poet, this is a this is a treat. This is a real treat for me because this is uh, me and Mana, you know. And uh, I got to hear her read once already, so now I'm gonna have to get to hear her twice uh, in a matter of almost seven, eight days, something like that. Uh, she's one of my heroes for sure. Uh, is getting my uh, is the author of the poetry books Teeth. That's an instant instant classic. Uh, Kingdom Animalia. And the Black Maria and the picture book Changing, Changing. She is on the editorial board of the African Poetry Book Fund and recently edited a new selected of Lucille Clifton poems entitled How to Carry Water. And that's only the, the short bio uh, for Araceli. So uh, give up a big, 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 abrazo, big, big applause for Araceli, please. Thank you so much. Thank you, Willie. It's um, it's kind of a dream to get to, to have you introduce me. It's wild. So anyways, thank you. Um, thank you, Jose. Thank you, Haymarket. Thank you to all my fellow readers and people who are out there in the world, I think. Um, it's, um, it's also beautiful to get to hear you, Elton. I look forward to knowing your work more. So thank you. Um, can you hear me okay? Okay. Um, so I, I um, have been looking forward to getting to be with you all um, and I'm just sending you courage to add to your courage, love to add to your love. Um, and one of the poets who um, is always adding courage and clarity to me is Lucille Clifton. And so I wanted to just read this poem called After Kent State by Lucille Clifton. After Kent State, only to keep his little fear, he kills his cities and his trees, even his children. Oh, people, White ways are the way of death. Come into the black and live. Lucille Clifton. And um, I'm gonna read this poem um, of mine called Fourth Estrangement with a Petition for the Reunion of Jonathan and, and George Jackson. Um, and I imagine it'll be probably six minutes, so it's a longer poem. Um, a couple things that I wanted to say um, are that there are lines here um, 
from George Moses Horton, myself, a poem by George Moses Horton, who was um, um, enslaved and wrote poems. Um, um, this, the story goes, he saved up and bought his um, freedom that the poems helped him to buy his freedom. Um, also, there's a quote from Soledad Brother, The Prison Letters of George Jackson. Um, and that quote is, for a moment, free. And the last is um, a quote from June Jordan's Sunflower Sonnet Number 2. And that quote is, there are stars, but none of you to spare. Um, and just thinking a lot about the for a moment free. Like what, are the, what are the times when we are for a moment free? Um, and the George Moses Horton is the, is saw his genius locked away. That's a quote that refers to him fourth estrangement with the petition for the reunion of Jonathan and George Jackson. It begins in Italy and then moves. Though we rushed in our way through the tangle of streets, the green world and the red world. And though from the docks there stood San Michele, not so far off, we were late. It was not our time. We boarded anyway, knowing the boat would take us only to Murano and then back to Canareggio again, 10 minutes each way, if that. But we wanted to pass, to see the walls, precision, the beauty of brick aged and worn by water, by air, an island of coffins risen and rectangles risen from the sea, improbably. And all I could think was the word, Brodsky, who visited Venice 17 Decembers, who said, leaving all of the world, all its bloom, who was buried there among the officers and the cypress trees, the island's histories of the quiet of monks and the prisoners' pens, then the gondolas laden with flowers, then the coming of dusk, then the lights and fog the new century's traffic of boats and the apple eye of the moon nearly full as we passed San Michele thinking, we cannot stop here now, but we'll touch the other shore, desolate with its stacked chairs and signs for no one at this hour. We will touch and then turn back toward Canareggio, home of history's first ghetto, a Jewish ghetto, and the one wooden ladder we saw on our return, which makes me think only now of Jacob and his dream. This ladder which did that evening seem to aim toward a height that was not heaven, but suggested heaven. Propped as it was against the high wall, the darkness absorbing its final gesture. If we had believed we would have looked for the dark faces of angels climbing the ladder and falling, carrying with them the messages of exile. But instead, there was just the beauty of the ladder against a wall, which is a different beauty than the beauty of a ladder on its side or in a tree, for our parents had been locked out before. In Canareggio, the gates and guards, the three brothers locked in stone and the Jews inside the ghetto walls repeating their sentences of worth to themselves, to God, under their breaths, over their meals, into their clothes as they mended and endured the uncertain hours behind the gate where year 
after year at Passover, the din of families and light, lamentations, the story of slavery in Egypt, the plagues first of blood, then frogs, until the tenth plague, the angel of death, killing the firstborn of each human, of even the donkey, of even the cattle, passing over only the doors marked with the secret blood of lambs, the doors of the chosen, until the Pharaoh's final relent and the exodus of the Israelites forging the covenant of the Jews with God. That was faith and metaphor, the book of Exodus, yet it would come to serve them through the other sentences and years. Look at what a story can do. Astonishing what a story can do. Who would we who were enslaved be now had that been the story we told ourselves of ourselves, a chosenness by God, no afterlife, no poverty now and gold in heaven, no bomb. What changes does not change. What if the enslavement and the severances were seen as persecution of our own black godliness, our holiness or specialness, except instead I believe the terror and the beauty that the water teaches. No one is special. No one is special. So let us keep learning as our mothers do, loving women, loving men, washing the feet of the beloved at birth, at death, saying hello and cultivating questions beside our joy. I'm caring now about Jonathan, not David, son of Jacob, Jonathan, but son of Lester and Georgia, youngest brother of George. Jonathan, who saw his George stolen, who saw his genius locked away. Jonathan Jackson, who was 17 and for a moment free, who tried to make his body a ladder out of loyalty, out of love, who is now not dreaming under stars, but gone from all his life and all his beauty. And George, killed in bright sun by the prison guard's morbid aim. George, who wrote his letters with his back to the wall in ugly and artificial light, full of sorrow and of rage, and always only ever full of love. In San Quentin, circled by the San Francisco Bay, and not far beneath time, then, now, the Pacific turning and turning its infinitely black pages, black with the names. And though it truly wounds us to believe in death, gone Jonathan, gone George, the countless falling out of memories frame into the sea's roiling behavior. I know that death is also real. And with my bit of life petition for the reunion of Jonathan, and George, and while I'm at it, Virgil Lamar and James Jr. Ware, because there are stars, but none of you to spare, and Margaret Garner and her child, and Abraham and Sahalu, and they to the grass and a view of the moon, the baobab and the oak and the acacia, and they to the taste of clean water from the river and dirt, the color of their mother's hands to eat from. Time fools me into thinking they have not lasted. But let me tie the breath that I borrow to the breath that you borrow. Let them meet through the green that is you and that is me. And knowing what we know now 
of history and of love, let us name every air between strangers reunion. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Let us name every breath between strangers reunion. Wow. Wow. Uh, Aracelis, thank you so much for uh, that poem. Thank you for bringing Lucille Clifton into the room. This is the second straight Breakbeat Poets Live where someone has brought Lucille Clifton in. Uh, last time it was John Murillo who read two poems by Lucille Clifton. And, you know, I feel like it's only right. Like, I think every Breakbeat Poets from now on, someone should read Lucille Cl should read Lucille Clifton, right? What do you think, Willie? I mean, that line, come, you know, come into the black and live, of course. Oh, yeah, man. Like, yeah, for oh, sure. Incredible. Um, so once again, if you're just tuning in, this is the Breakbeat Poets Live. My name is Jose Guadalupe Olivares. Uh, we are here with Aracelis Guimai, who just read Juan Morales, Diamond Sharp, Courtney Lamar Charleston, Elton Ora about to come back on in just a little bit to uh, perform two live songs. We are raising money for Black Lives Matter Chicago. So if you are able to, we encourage you to donate. Um, if you have your own local chapters that you want to support, of course, we understand and we encourage you to do that. Um, in a second, we're going to hear from Elton. And right before that, we're going to hear from Willie Pedzomo. Of course, let me just say, uh, you know, all these poets have books. So if you don't have, you know, Courtney's first book, Telepathologies, if you don't have Juan Morales's three books, you know, make sure you check them out. If you don't have Aracelis's three books, three books of poetry and more beyond that, you know, make sure you check that out. You don't want to get caught like J. Cole out here. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> listen, uh, shout out to Donate. Um, uh, so I want to make sure I got that cheap shot in. I'm sorry. Uh, coming up next, we have Willy Perdomo. Willy Perdomo is the author of some incredible books of poetry. Most recently, he is the author of The Crazy Bunch. He is the co-editor of uh, The Breakbeat Poets Volume for Latinx. Please, y'all, put your hands together for Willy Perdomo. Yo. Yeah, man, that line, uh, that line in the uh, in Aracelis's poem with having to endure the, the the uncertain hours, it feels like so timely. That line right now, like just being in that moment of being uncertain, and I'm always hoping that what stories can do is like save us, you know, down the line. But uh, thank you for that poem. Thank you so much for that poem, Aracelis, and uh, thanks everyone else for coming through on the, on chapter three of the Break Peep Poets Live. Or say we've been hanging out a lot. We've been zooming up a lot in the, for the last few, if like a couple months, man. So it's been great working with you um, outside of the uh, anthology in connection with the anthology. Big up to Haymarket Books, Mariah, Sean, and Jim, and all the folks who are uh, behind the scenes. And um, and again, we're, we're we are we are definitely raising uh, funds for Black Lives Matter Chicago. So please be aware um, that that's happening. I'm going to read a, a poem from the Crazy Bunch at this point. Uh, if you, the book is a uh, kind of a story. It chronicles the, the a weekend in the five in the lives of five young black and Puerto Rican men from East Harlem um, uh, in the 1990s during a summer weekend. Uh, and in this particular um, poem, they they come back from um, a sweet a sweet 16, uh, and they encounter their first moment 
uh, their first tragic moment uh, along the way, um, close to the river. The block was on easy listening by the time we crossed the bridge. One could say that the moon over Lexington was sartorial. You could break the Erie down as far without London. The light posts were holding a note and no one was sitting on the abandoned folding chair that belonged to the community center. There's always a cat, but now there's three and you swear that there's someone on the rooftop making faces at the stars. When you get back to the block in the wee hours, you become guru and guide. You acquire skills in asking the right questions. You know where the 98 Seville Hood is headed, where a sign is missing, how close you were to the spot by the small montage of red dots on the taxi's tail. You ponder the lull after the cheese lines have closed and you're left to wonder how your best customer finally hit bottom. A pickup game picks up trash talk by the good net. Crickets and distant sirens decide to collaborate in this hour. A leaf storm collages a backboard. You didn't dare question the empty shopping cart near the garbage can. A shade swallows half the street and the need to get paid takes over the whole body. It was no surprise that we lived close to the river. It was easy to make bastards of our era. On the cool side of Qaddafi's, where the viejos sip their Johnny Walker nips with milk chasers, gibbous strands escaped through a missing doorknob, and two milk crates were left bottom side up like hints ready to be clocked. The blood always draws a map. The longitude swirls under the icebox. The latitude draws a straight line, and you still can't find your way. Angel was the first to see the yellow tape. He found Nestor in a pile of what we swore to forget, left eye by his foot, bile the shade of old butter, peppermint juice running down his cheeks, a crust commandeering his eyelids, and cockroaches yelling obscenities from his diarrhea. I've known rivers outlining this gangster right to the gutter. A siren splotches the street new by the second. The nooks and the sewer lids mimic a Petri dish, and you could dial the hotline behind the peeled billboard. Cover him. Fucking cover him, Angel yells from behind the yellow tape. None of us wanted to exit this world without a sense of procession while the whole block was watching, no matter how much we stole, no matter how much we owed. Chino Chan started a fake fight and drew Teddy up to us. Angel took a running start and cleared the top of the tape. He dropped to his knees, shrouded Nesta's face with a red BBD, and cried so much he almost got arrested. Who was there to see what became of us at the touch of blood? Yo, give it up one more time for Willie Perdomo. That was that was awesome. Um, Willie, so we we just have one more person to go. How how do you feel? I'm 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 rolling with you, bro. So however you get down, I get down. So Ellen got me feeling like I'm in a lounge anyway. Like, you know what I'm saying? So right? the only thing missing is my drink right now. So I'm you know what I mean. But Listen, if we were in person, this definitely be a time we'd be at the bar. We'd be ordering so. one more, you know? I would think so. He, he got that vibe that got me like, I'm, I'm ready to chill right now, you know? It's a good vibe. So listen, uh, Elton Orr is about to perform 
uh, two more songs. Elton wanted me to tell you that this is from an upcoming project that's coming out in 2020. It doesn't have a title yet, but either way, it will be coming out in 2020. And I realize we haven't read Elton's bio, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. So mixing lo-fi soul instrumentals with funk influences and smooth vocals, Elton has a unique knack for words flow and beat selection. He opened up for No Name on her Room 25 tour in 2019 and is in the later stages of his next project coming in 2020. Um, so once again, uh, he is at eltonora.com. That's his website. You can keep up with him. Please make sure you do. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for donating to Black Lives Matter Chicago. One, one more thing I wanted to plug real quick is if you are still in the mood for poetry after this, there is a reading with an organization called Mi Gente uh, featuring Julian Randall from Chicago, featuring Jasmine Mendez, who's in uh, Houston, Texas, featuring Gabriel Ramirez out of the Bronx, New York. Uh, so you can Google that uh their their social media is at con mi gente but definitely recommend that reading um willie you have anything you want to plug before we go i just want to clarify you said you said lo-fi soul or you said low fried soul i the the bio says low five but it might also be low fried you know I, what i'm mean? low fried soul right about now man. <laughs> nah, it, it was good to be here man it was a joy man and I'm, i want to thank uh the, the again the breakbeat poets for, for letting me and, and jose host and uh, had a good time man yeah absolutely thank you to all the poets we'll make sure to say thank you one more time but for now please y'all wherever you're at if you can you know and you and you want to you know you might want to mix yourself a little drink but otherwise put your hands together for elton aura yo thank you man willie jose y'all are amazing hosts man thank y'all so much uh thank you to haymarket books um i'm just getting privy to what you guys do and it's amazing uh i've watched uh, a couple of your youtube uh, seminars and it's amazing what you guys are doing right now for the community. Uh, thank you to all the poets as well. Uh, Kevin asked me to do this, uh, a week or two ago. So shout out to Kevin. Appreciate y'all. Um, so this first one is actually an older track. Uh, it's called headphones, uh, produced by the Burns twins and Beddows with my homie Nemo on the hook. He's not with me right now. So his his hook is just in the song. So <laughs> but um yeah, I'm gonna start with that one and then second is a is a new song that I made a couple of days ago. So here we go. Can y'all hear that? from here Stay here a little longer than I expected This one's called Headphones 
Well accustomed to the loose square jargon, self-aware target, asshole landlord still smoked out the apartment. Sun-dried flowers, sea carcass, spit shine nexus, rear view full of red and blue, it's been expected. Never felt served or protected. Went from being nervous to reckless to restless to draping dreads like a living room just to mask my aggression. Retro profile to perfection. Still I can't hear what you're saying, though. Can't you see I'm listening to my headphones? Early 20s, damn kids with they loud music. Keep the bull from my tempo, my tombo. No envy on my neck, no theory that I'm next. Siri with the facts, belly with the flex. From the valley to the depths of the doldrums, a diamond in the rough, no folk on my been chosen. I've been chosen. Not a question of the mind. These things they just take time. 26, now I feel like who brain Jordan with the jelly. I was born with it, I was born for this. I've been ready for the jealousy ever since Jodeci split. I seen demons, I seen torment, I seen the fiery pit. Summer's ended, I'm barely beginning, inherently winning. My sins been forgiven with Jesus, a Christian, no example for living. Parents' decisions engraved in my mental, they paid the religion, flipped it to relentless. No, I'm not everything they envisioned at this point in my journey. In their eyes, I left on prematurely. Right up Armitage, but I'm far from humbled. I sting when I bumble, we buzz and flow like I'm butter. Sing with a chip on my shoulder. I pray I never lose the anointing. Pray I never lose the enjoyment of bringing people together. It seeps through every crack and the crevice decreases. The irony is happiness, whatever you believe in. Keep believing. This hell is not your home. Not your home. Keep believing. Keep believing. Keep believing. Keep believing. Keep believing. Keep believing. Cool, cool, cool. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. Um, yeah. That one is an important one to me. Uh, this next one I wrote a few days ago and um, produced, a, produced a beat. Uh, it's called Blood, Sweat, Tears. It doesn't really need too much of an intro. Um, I feel like you guys are going to kind of understand where I'm coming from uh, when I start. So... Just get into it. Checking for revenge once again. Blood, sweat, tears, baby, for 100 years. No cap, put that on my key. Pay me my dues, nigga, give me my ends. Lucky we ain't checking for revenge once again. Cause karma is a, karma got a name. 
Monopoly. I'm playing your game like an empathy can never feel my pain. Power in your fascist game, what a shame. They manipulated the word, blind led the herd. Law wanna keep us illiterate, believe everything that we heard. Now we learn that we was chosen, the meek shall inherit the earth. The weak never thought it would work. By the time that we hit it, the curse. Ooh, for a lot of you, you're acting real ignorant. That's being play the role of the innocent. That's a lit, drowning in your innocence. Not that I'm privy, I'ma pass it to my lineage. Blood, sweat, tears, no cap, put that on my keys. Pay me my dues, give me my ends. Lucky we ain't checking work again, once again. Blood, sweat, tears, four hundred years. No cap, put that on my keys. Pay me my dues, give me my ends. Lucky we ain't checking for events. This shit ain't never stop, no, this shit ain't never stop, no, like a egg roll, see the prairie had to shed crop, early 80s pops had to shed and pop rocks, took it out the hood with no jump shot, that's a long shot, 5-0, he was dodging bullets and the 5-0, cousin Vice Lord from the city where the wind blow, made a way, he was bought a building for the price rose, worked at the hospital, I was born, nigga, he clean flows, we was centuries behind, boy, we had to climb, they promised landmark and promised me to finish. Line. They say they try to lock my body, but I free my mind. Liberate your people till they seek and reach their piece of pie. Liberate your people till they seek and reach their piece of pie. Liberate your people till they seek and reach their piece of pie. Liberate your people till they seek and reach their piece of pie. Liberate your people till they seek and reach their piece of pie. Liberate your people till they seek and reach their piece of pie. Liberate your people till they seek and reach their piece of pie. Liberate your people till they seek and reach their piece of pie. Liberate your people till they Blood, sweat, tears, four hundred years. No cap, put that on my key. Pay me my dues, give me my end. Lucky we ain't checking for a fan once again. This drama is a drama got a name. Monopoly, just playing your game. Like an empathy can never feel my pain. Power ain't your fascist game. When you shut up, you can't get society. Just do the failure. The descendants of that small company of original settlers of this land are not among the common people of today. They have become a small ruling class in control of a worldwide economic system. The Constitution set up by their ancestors to serve the people no longer serves the people. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Thank y'all so much again um, for allowing me to come here and express with y'all and share with y'all. Um, I appreciate all the stories that everybody shared. Uh, we need it. We need it right now um, as artists and poets who express through words. Um, we need it right now. We need it right now. So thank you all so much. Word. Thank you, Elton. Um, real quick, Willie, Willie was texting me. He wants to know where he can find the music. So uh, how can how can people listen to the songs you just played? Uh well headphones is out headphones is out so you can just look up Elton Aura E L T O N Aura A U R A uh it's out everywhere you listen to music um if you go on YouTube it's on YouTube if you go Apple Music you can find it there uh Spotify title it's there everywhere that last one though I'm gonna drop that in like soon you know I think it's time for it uh but yeah I just made it the other day so 
we got to get it completed. You know what I'm saying? But um, I, I, I wanted to share it with y'all. So that one is not out yet. But when it is out, tell your friends, tell everybody and, and share it and uh, check it out. For sure. Thank you. And and that means it's an exclusive and it means people. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it means yeah. people got to stay got to stay tuned so they don't miss the drop. Um, I forgot that you told me that on eltonora.com you also have merch available. So uh, make sure you check out the website eltonora.com so you don't miss any music and you can catch. Uh, some some merch for yourself, uh, Willie. We did it, man. We're we're at the end of the show. How are you feeling? I'm ready to go, man. Come on, man. Come on. No, right. Man. I want to hear more. I, I want to hear more from everybody. <laughs> Listen, well, you know, there's gonna be a Breakbeat Poets, uh, Breakbeat Poets Live Volume Four. Don't know yet who will host or who will be involved, but make sure you subscribe to Haymarket Books YouTube channel so you stay informed. Um, and, and subscribe anyway, because they're doing all sorts of incredible teachings. Uh, I was just talking to Jim who works at Haymarket and he told us they have eight different events this week. So it's a busy time at Haymarket books. Um, so make sure you subscribe, you, you follow them on Twitter, on Instagram, make sure you, uh, continue to check out the work of the poets that we had tonight. Once again, we had Araceli Skidmaya, we had Juan Morales, we had Courtney Lamar Charleston, we had Diamond Sharp, we had Willie Perdomo, we had Elton Aura. Uh, Willie, it's always good to rock with you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This was this was a dope set, man. This was a dope set. For sure. Uh, my name is Jose Olivares. Thank you, everyone. Um, make sure you stay safe. Make sure that uh, you stay you stay in it. We need everyone because we have, like I said, we have a long fight ahead of us and, and we're not going to stop. So thank you, everyone. And, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, subscribe to our podcast and to the Haymarket Books YouTube channel, where events like this one are hosted live. And don't forget to check out haymarketbooks.org.